we'd like to welcome you here today for this special time as we reflect on the true meaning of Christmas as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'd like to give a special welcome to any guests that we have. It's always great to see smiling new faces as well as those of you who are worshiping with us online. We are so thankful that you are here worshiping with us. What a beautiful and special day it is. My mic is on, but it's not on, but I am talking loud, so. <laughs> but we are so grateful that you're here, and if you are a guest, a first-time guest, we would invite you after the service to go by the Welcome Center in the foyer we have a special gift for you, just a small token of our love and appreciation for you being here today. But what a beautiful day it is. And to begin this service today, we have the lighting of our uh, Advent wreath. So grateful today that the Toothaker family will be coming to light the candle of joy. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16, 17, and 18 says, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So grateful for Mark and Mallory and Hunter and Reagan and Luke who are lighting the candle of joy today. Thank you, Toothaker family, for lighting the candle of joy. And it's our prayer that the joy of the Lord would be your strength this day as we worship together. At this time, I'm going to invite everyone to stand, tell someone you're glad to see them here, and then we'll remain standing for our opening hymn.
was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth.
In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled by his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How can this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am your servant, Mary answered. May your word be to me fulfilled. Then the angel left her, and Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Holy One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors.
But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times.
For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither present or the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor any other thing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord.
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests.
come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is great, God, the great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down to worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock of his care.
Amen. What a powerful and beautiful message in song. And if you have a heart, I know it's beating really hard right now. We think about the great love of God, that while we were still sinners, God demonstrate, demonstrated his own love for us in this, that he would send Christ Jesus to die for us. That's the message of Christmas, that for God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It would be a real shame if you left this place today without knowing Jesus Christ. People are dying every day without Christ. And there's an eternal life and an eternal death. And it's our prayer that every single person here today would know Christ so you can have the hope of eternal life. That is our hope. What are our lives but a mist or a vapor that appears for a moment and then we're no more? And then after that is eternity. So it's our prayer today that through the beautiful music that you've heard, that you understand how much God loves you today and that God forgives you and he forgives me because the Bible is clear. We're all sinners, but God's grace covers a multitude of our sin and he gives us forgiveness and he gives us life. And so we're going to sing in just a moment a hymn of invitation. It's, a, it's an opportunity for you, if you don't know Jesus Christ, to come today. And it would be my humble honor to pray with you. And you can receive Christ and experience the greatest Christmas gift of all time. Or maybe you're here today and you're a Christian, but you've gotten off track. And you've been living as the world lives we are called to be the light in the world, and we are called to be different than the world, to be holy because he is holy, to be set apart. We're foreigners, strangers in this world. We're pilgrims passing through. This isn't home. This is a stop on our journey home. It would be my privilege to pray with you about your commitment today, or maybe you're looking for a church home. This is a wonderful church. Not a perfect church, but we serve a perfect God and we try to keep him priority. And as long as we keep our eyes on Jesus Christ, we can never go wrong. So I'm gonna invite you at this time to stand once again and we're gonna sing a hymn of invitation. If the Holy Spirit leads you, it would be again my privilege to pray with you about your decision. Won't you come as we sing the Savior is waiting.
Would you be seated just for a moment? As the message was presented so beautifully, we want to once again say a special thank you to this choir and orchestra and ladies, Lori on the piano, the people in the sound booth and running the screens and the cameras today, all of you, what an outstanding, beautiful job. I always feel like after this program, my heart is set for Christmas and I'm prepared for this great celebration. But as many of you know, today uh, comes to an end of a great ministry here at this church. Bill and Linda Adcock, um, today was their last day of worshiping with us uh, here at the Forks. Um, yesterday, we had a beautiful reception for Bill and Linda, and I know the choir had presented them with the gift yesterday morning, and then uh, yesterday afternoon, the church, we presented them with the gift, and as hundreds of people came through to show their thanks and love and appreciation for Bill and Linda. And uh, Bill, I don't have adequate words to express my appreciation to you. And, and uh, Bill and Linda have been here 16 and a half years and have served in a beautiful way. And God has led them to Atlanta, Georgia to be with family and, uh, and to serve there. And, and we love you all. And I, I know you want to join with me and showing our love and appreciation again to Bill and Linda by giving them a, a warm round of applause. And Bill, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you feel led to just share anything, I want to give you this opportunity. Thank you. I know everybody's ready to go eat lunch, I'm sure. <laughs> what a wonderful blessing it has been to be here in this church, to serve with Todd, and to serve beside you. It's the greatest blessing of our lives, and we love you with all of our hearts. We will never forget about you, and I hope you don't forget about us. And I just pray that God brings someone to you that can take this music even further than what we've done together. Thank you for your love, your support, your prayers. Um, you've supported in so many ways. And uh, I mean, these aren't tears of sadness. It's just tears of joy, really, because God has blessed us tremendously. But thank you. Thank you for being part of our lives. All of you, I love you. Thank you. Bill, would you and Linda be able to come out in the foyer so people as they're leaving, if maybe they were not able to be here yesterday, 
and I want to say a special thank you uh, for all of you who helped with the reception yesterday. I know Teresa Lewis took the lead. Thank you, Teresa, on the beautiful reception, and all of you who helped serve and set up tables. It was a it was a beautiful day, and again, thank you all for being here. I hope you will come back and worship with us again uh, this Wednesday night. It is our business meeting, but we will certainly pray. And then next Sunday, we'll have our 8.30 and 11 o'clock service, and that will be our annual walk to the manger as we give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. There are envelopes out on the table. We'll do our walk to the manger. And then Christmas Eve, we'll have a 5 o'clock service. We'll also take communion. And then on Christmas morning at 10 a.m., the Christmas Eve and the Christmas morning services will be identical. So you can choose to come to one or the other, or you're welcome to come to both. I'll be here at both. If you want to come, we'd love to invite you to come. But thank you so much for being here. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you so much for this beautiful beautiful presentation of the message of Christmas. Your son Jesus coming into the world in the form of a tiny baby who would then grow to be a man and and would die on an old rugged cross and be buried, but then three days later would rise from the grave to show we have victory over death, victory over the devil, victory over our sin. And Father, I just pray that as people leave today, they will go with that message of love and mercy and grace in their hearts, and they'll be inspired by the beautiful music that we've heard today to live a holier life, a better life, a life lived for Jesus. And Father, we're grateful again for the choir, the orchestra, Lori, our pianist, and those who ran sound and the computer and camera and what a great team effort bless each one and father bless bill and linda and we pray god your richest blessings upon them as they go to atlanta and father may they uh, love this time with family and know that they always have a family here in kentucky at forks of elkhorn baptist church So, Father, we love you. May each one leave here today with the joy of the Lord. In his precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas.